it's that time of year or almost that time of year where having a little extra cha-ching in the bank account would really make a big difference, especially with the holidays. So I want to help in a way that I think I can by giving away a $500 Amazon gift card. For a chance to win it, all you have to do is one of two things. Either A, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and send a screenshot to contest at realghoststoriesonline.com or share it out on social media. Let people know that we exist there with a link to our show through your favorite podcast player so others can go and find the show and listen as well. One of two ways. Send me a screenshot of either and you'll be entered to win. All you got to do is send it to contest at realghoststoriesonline.com. That's contest at realghoststoriesonline.com. Good luck. This is a Real Ghost Stories Online Extra. Hi, guys. My name is Joey. I'm calling from Cincinnati. Um, I've been listening to your show for a couple weeks now um, and finally decided to call in. Uh, Our story has to do with an old Victorian home. Um, It was built in 1856, and it was a part of the Underground Railroad. So we have a, a hidden room that locks from the inside, and then it leads to a tunnel that leads to another hidden room that's up in our attic. Um, so it's, it's a really neat historical home. It's beautiful. Um, it's been in our family since the 70s. My grandparents bought it um, in the early 70s, and then my parents bought it in the n- early 90s um, from them. And then my husband and I purchased it three years ago. So it's been in our family for decades. Um, and I could probably keep your show going with all of the stories from all of the different generations. Um, but I will start with, um, I will start with one that happened to me when I was younger. I was in high school. Um, we grew up knowing that the house was really busy. It was really busy all the time. Um, the lights would go off and on. That was like every other day. And stores, you would hear doors slamming, nobody, nobody there. Um, that was pretty common. But when I was 16, 17 years old, I was laying in bed, and um, it was really late at night. I'm sorry, I've got a baby in my arms, but um, it was really late at night, and I had just rearranged my bedroom, and I really don't like it when you rearrange things. I think it kind of confuses them, the spirits. Um, and I had gone to bed. It was about 2 o'clock in the morning, and I had fallen asleep with the television on. It was one of those where you're half in and out, half asleep, half not, and something kicked my bed. And, I mean, things had moved around in the house. You know, I was kind of used to some things happening, but I had never had something push, you know, anything that I was in. And it had kicked the bed. Well, I sat up, and I looked around the room. There wasn't anybody there. Well, I had moved the bed, so I kind of assumed that maybe my box spring was set up the wrong way or you know, when I moved it, maybe I didn't move it quite right. So then I laid back down and I was like, all right, you know, it's just me. Well, I was laying there and it moved again. It bumped again. And at this time, I'm like, holy cow, like I can't do it, you know, two times in a row. So I sit up and I look around and I said, look, I'm trying to go to sleep. I have school tomorrow. I have to go back, you know, I have to go to sleep. Leave me alone. And I laid back down and I kind of threw the covers over my head. So I was half, you know, terrified. I didn't want to see what was going on. So I threw the blankets over my head and kind of, you know, I'm in a teenage angst. I was mad. And I, I laid there. And the bottom right corner of my bed lifted up and slammed down on the ground. Enough so that I, I mean, it, it terrified me. It was the scariest thing up to that point that has ever happened in my life. So I 
throw the lights on. I run downstairs crying my eyes out, right? It scared me to death. My mom came down the next morning and found me on the floor, and I'm sobbing. And she's like, what's going on? And I told her what happened. And, and she, she, everybody in her house had experienced the things that had happened in the house. So, but nothing had ever, you know, tried to physically, physically touch us like that. So that was kind of a new thing. Um, and then, so that was kind of a big deal. Um, and then, well, when we were in high school, um, when we were younger, we had, our toys would go off and, you know, we would walk into the room and a baby doll would be sitting there moving by itself or things would go missing. Um, one time I was doing a school project and I had been sitting in the same spot for like two hours. I was doing like a scrapbook and I had my scissors and my glue and all everything that I wanted, you know, to work with um, sitting there. And it's gotten to be kind of late. It was like 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. And everybody had gone to bed, and I'm sitting in my room, and all of a sudden, my scissors were missing, and I hadn't moved from the spot. I'm sitting here, and I said, all right, you're messing with me. Where, you know, where did you put my scissors? So I get up. I look all around my room. I hadn't left my room. I was working on this one project, and it was one of those, you pick up the scissors, you cut, you put it back down. You pick up the scissors, you put it back down. So I was sitting in the same spot. There's no reason for the scissors to have been moved. So I get up, and I'm like, all right, this is an excuse for me to go get a drink. So I go get a drink, and then I come back upstairs to keep working on the project. And this is the same room that the bed had moved in. I go back upstairs. I still can't find my scissors. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to use the restroom. So I go to use the restroom, and the scissors were in the bathtub. No logical explanation why my scissors would be in the bathtub. But whoever is here in the house with us, they like to play tricks. So that was kind of funny. I mean, I was like, wow, you know, okay. I hadn't lost my mind. Um, The same room. I was 16 again. I had lost my license. I didn't know where I'd put it. And at that time, you know, that's like your freedom. So I needed to find my license. Couldn't find it anywhere. My room was spotless. I had had it picked up looking for it, you know, looking for my license. Couldn't find it anywhere. So I I had cleaned my room. I made my bed. I walked around the room. Still couldn't find my license. And I needed to go to work. And so I stood in the middle of my room and I said, listen, I know you can hear me. If you know where my license is, please help me find it. Please I need to go. I need, you know, I need to have it with me. So I'm sitting there talking in the middle of my room. I turn around and my license is laying on my pillow. They helped me find my license. <laughs> um, so apparently they really like me living in the house. Um, we, I'd always really loved living in the house. And even when the spooky things would happen, it was almost comforting because I would know that they were there. Um, my sister, Neither of my sisters really enjoyed living in the house. Um, it was always really spooky. So I think it's kind of funny that my husband and I ended up buying it um, from my parents. I think I really appreciate the house. I've always loved it. Um, now that I have four children, they're starting to say things, you know, that are happening to them. We have never, ever mentioned to them, you know, what we know about the house and, and what's happened here and what's happened to us. I never wanted them to be aware of how strong it is. I kind of wanted, you know, if it was, if it was going to happen to them, I wanted them to come out and say it. I never wanted to put the idea in their head. Um, and since we've moved in, there have been quite a few things that have happened that they have brought up to our attention. But we just, you know, I always just tell them it's their guardian angel. Um, but I'm wondering, you know, if someday something really spooky is going gonna, is gonna to happen to them and they're, you know, going to need more answers. They've never, you know, the spirits have never heard us. They're usually really um, curious about what's going on. Um, something that happened after we moved in, my husband and I were up one night, um, just kind of enjoying a movie and dinner downstairs. We put the kids to bed, um, and we 
we're climbing upstairs to go to bed. I think it was like one thirty or 2 in the morning. And we were exhausted. And so we walk upstairs. We have a winding staircase. And it's, it's, this house is beautiful. So we're walking upstairs. We climb into bed. And I asked my husband, can you go check on the kids and make sure the lights are turned off? They like to read at night. So I went in and he checked to make sure all the lights were off and all the kids were asleep. Well, it's like 2.30 in the morning, of course. They should be asleep. So I'm laying in bed. My husband comes in. He climbs into bed. And we're laying there. And all of a sudden, we hear my son's closet door open. Their their room is right across from our room. Well, I hear the closet door open. And it, it creaks really loudly. I mean, obviously, it's an old house. But it creaks really loudly. And the door hit the dresser behind it. You have to swing it wide. And if you do that, then it, it hits the dresser. And then I hear their Legos kind of scattering on the floor. And my husband gets all upset. He says, I can't believe they're up late. I'm going to have to go in there and, and check them up and go tell them to go back to bed. And um, our youngest was still in the crib. And uh, he's about two, maybe had just turned two. And the other one, our other son, was just in a regular twin bed. So my husband's laying there. He said, I can't believe they're up playing, you know, playing with Legos. You know, I'm going to have to go in there and tell him to go back to bed. Well, my son, Teddy, we start hearing him chattering with somebody. We couldn't make out what he was saying completely, but just that he was laughing and talking to somebody. My husband says, can you believe that they're in there playing? And I said, well, just, you know, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. They're going to go back to sleep. They're exhausted. Just let them do whatever they want to do. So we're laying there. And I I never heard my older son talking. I'm like, that is just so weird. I don't know why my two-year-old would be talking to himself. You know, my older son is the only one who would be, you know, in a twin bed to get out and open that closet door because the baby in the crib obviously wouldn't have gotten out to go open the closet door. So we're laying there still listening. My husband's, you know, itching to go get on the phone to get back in bed. And my son, the two-year-old, gasps, and he says, hi, nanny. And that's what they call my mother. So I'm like, you know, this is really bizarre. So I look at my husband. He's blind as a ghost. And, you know, at this point, my husband has finally come around and understands that our house is haunted. But he, there are a, a bunch of little actions that have led up to this. So this was one of them. So here's my son say, hi, nanny. And he looks at me, you know, and I'm kind of petrified on what's, what's going on. And especially after hearing this door open. And then we hear him say, can I have more milk, please, nanny? And my husband looks at me and said, he's asking for milk. Like, he's asking for milk from somebody who's not in there. So my husband gets up and walks into the boys' room. The closet door's wide open. The legs are all over the floor, like something has come out of the closet. Our oldest son, who was the only one who could have opened the door, is laying passed out in bed, had never woken up. The youngest, um, the baby, Teddy, who was two at the time, is standing in his bed holding out his sippy cup to the air. There's nothing standing there. He's holding his cup to the air, saying, more milk, please, nanny. Nobody's there. My husband tells him to go back to bed. My husband runs back to the room, jumps into bed with me like a frightened child, and says, there's nothing in there. The boys weren't playing. I have no idea what they're talking about. Um, So anyway, that was something that happened more recently. Um, My grandparents had 100 stories. The people who lived here before them had a bunch of stories. Um, and then my mom and I experienced so much, my sisters and I, my dad finally just started calling them our friends. You know, our friends were really busy last night and 
you'd hear the running up and down the hall. And I mean, I could fill your show with hours and hours of entertainment. But anyway, I will call back later. Thank you so much for all you do. I love listening to the stories. It makes me feel less crazy. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. Have a good night. If you want more real ghost stories and access to the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories, become an extra podcast person, an EPP. Sign up now at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Hey, got a crazy family? Love hearing stories about crazy families? Then you need to check out our brand new podcast called My Crazy Family. Available wherever you get podcasts. Just search My Crazy Family right now. Press subscribe and don't miss any brand new episodes of My Crazy Family. You can even share your stories if you so please. We, we'd love to hear them. My Crazy Family. Search and subscribe wherever you download podcasts.